This is episode number 67 with Kelly Roach. Welcome to the Good Life Coach Podcast. I am your host, Michelle Lamoureux. The intention of this show is to awaken you to your fullest potential. Join me each week for inspiring interviews to elevate an area of your life, as well as interviews with women entrepreneurs who are creating success on their own terms. Each episode provides actionable tips to guide you to design a life you love. Hey there, it's Michelle and welcome back to the podcast. I've got such a great interview to share with you today and I'm so excited. But before I jump into who today's guest is and what we're covering, I wanted to let you know that I have a new freebie for those of you who are really figuring out your life's work. What's your purpose here? Even if you're an entrepreneur and you're on your path, maybe you're not feeling aligned with what's really important to you. And I've got a new freebie called Discover Your Purpose, which you can find over at thegoodlifecoach.com. So there are no more uh, 52 self-care strategies for you. Um, But if you still want to access those, you can find me over at Instagram where I post one a week. And so it's a pretty image. You can just connect on there. It comes out every Sunday and that's at Michelle with one L underscore Lamoureux. Okay. So uh, one more thing I want to say about that is that inquiry questioning is one of the most profound ways to get connected to our truth. So in that questionnaire are questions that my hope is by taking the time to think about them and answering them, not from your head, but from your heart space, you're going to get some clarity about your life and the direction you should be going in. So about today's guest, she is all about purpose and her name is Kelly Roach. She built a multi-million dollar business from scratch online and she is committed. Her purpose is centered around helping business owners become game changers in their field and achieving million dollar plus breakthroughs in their business. Now, Kelly's been featured on ABC, NBC, Fox, and in some of the world's leading publications such as Inc. and Forbes. So if you're already familiar with Kelly, you know that she brings so much value and today's interview is no exception. We cover so many tips on how to scale your business, some of her best strategies. We cover everything from her social media strategy to sales, mindset, her live launch method, which is actually launching on February 10th. And it's a free program that is hosted on Facebook. I actually signed up for it myself after getting to know more about Kelly and her work. Um, I was just so inspired by what she's created and what she's figured out from her own trials and errors about what actually works in the marketplace so that you can really bring the value and the service that you want to, to your market. So such a great conversation, so many great tips, including systems that she uses and even her self-care strategy as a business owner of two different companies and as a mother. So if you are a small business owner, an entrepreneur of a service-based business, you are going to love today's conversation. But I think if you love a great story of grit and determination, you're also going to be so inspired to hear all of the adversity that Kelly faced, if you don't know her story, and how she's created such a level of success and is really designing her life and how you too can do the same. So such a great conversation and I'm looking forward to sharing it with you. Let's get into the interview. Hey Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. So I am so excited to dive into your live launch method with you today and to learn more about you and the work that you do. On your website, it says, we transform overworked entrepreneurs into seven-figure CEOs. So my audience is going to be very interested in what you have to share today. Um, But I did some research on you, and I think we need to start back into your childhood because uh, you have a lot of experiences that created your drive and your ability to create success. So I'd love it if you could take us into your story. 
For sure. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in a family. There were five kids in my family. So my mom was a stay at home mom. Cause I don't think she could make enough to be able to cover mm. Five kids, uh, not being home with her. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad worked for a nonprofit. He was very, very passionate about um, the work that he was committed to doing in the world. But unfortunately for us, you know, we as a family struggled immensely Mm -hmm. financially. And uh, it was just an ongoing, really heavy burden and stress, you know, my entire life growing up. And, you know, I I always say, joke around, the, the most common, you know, four words that, that I heard growing up were, we can't afford it. Um, and you know, as I was growing up, I really got clear that I was not willing to accept that, you know, Mm -hmm. that, that my life would be different and that I would find a way to turn the nose of life into yeses. Mm. And as soon as I was old enough to work, I, from the day I can remember being able to legally work, having three jobs, you know, very quickly, I learned about the world of selling. And I learned that if you can convey in a powerful way, how you can help someone get what they already want, that you can be rewarded very handsomely for that. And that influence and persuasion and effective communication really impact every area of life, right? Mm -hmm. And so I went to school, I went to the local university that was the place I was going to be in the least amount of debt graduating because the (laughs) last thing I wanted to do was steal my fate by being in debt coming out of school. And I had been cleaning toilets and scrubbing floors and um, working to pay to go to dance classes and to be a part of um, competitive, you know, cheerleading teams my entire life. I had really good training that I basically bartered to pay for. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to continue forward with that path. But when I went to the school where I was going to be in the least amount of debt, just so happened that they didn't have a division one dance team. They didn't have a division one cheerleading team. It would have been a huge step backwards for me. So I decided instead that I was going to leap forward. And I audition for the NFL and I became the youngest NFL cheerleader for the Philadelphia Eagles. And so that was one of my many jobs that I did during, during college, um, that really taught me number one, the discipline, um, you know, of what it takes to, to perform at that level and, and what hard work really is, you know, uh, but, but also it, it helped me learn about communication and professionalism and networking and, you know, just so many different things that, you know, I now apply every Every day. And that was one of the jobs that I used as a stepping stone. And then when I graduated, I, I got a degree in communications. All I knew is I wanted to work with people, mm-hmm. right? Kind of like, you know, none of us really know what we want to do, right? <laughs> right. Um, but, but, you know, when I graduated, I got into sales and, you know, I just knew I didn't want to be stuck behind a desk and spreadsheets all day, but I fell in love with it. I quickly moved into leadership. I built a team. I went from starting a new branch that I built from the ground up to a million dollars within less than a year. And then I went from hiring my first person in that new branch that I started to building up a team of a hundred people in 17 locations. So I was able to be promoted seven times in eight years. And, and I just fell in love with, um, I fell in love with the, um, with teaching and empowering people and helping people achieve their potential and, you know, sharing the power of selling and, you know, business growth strategy, which is what I do today. And so I had this amazing opportunity to learn, um, in a really, really hard environment that prepared me for entrepreneurship. And then, you know, in 2012, I went out on my own and started, um, taking all that I had learned in fortune 500 world and apply it to small business owners to help them understand the power of sales and marketing and team building and leadership to, you know, take that dream that they had when they started their business and actually make it a reality with the real skills that it takes to accomplish that. And here we are. Oh my goodness, Kelly. That's an incredible story. But so you were an NFL cheerleader while you were in school and college full-time? I was in college full-time. I was waitressing. I was cocktail waitressing. I was teaching aerobics. I was babysitting and I was an NFL cheerleader. Okay. So this is amazing. So I'm just curious, where do you fall in with the the five kids? Where are you in that? Yes, I am the second oldest. You're the second oldest. Um, so where does this come from? I mean, this drive, this, like just a desire for better, for more. I mean, what drives you every day? 
Yeah, you know, I just think we have this limited time on the planet and I want to make the most of every minute. I want to be the best that I can be. I want to learn the most that I can learn. I want to accomplish the most that I can accomplish. You know, I think as human beings, like we, we, we almost get in this mode of thinking that this is like this infinite journey and like we are these machines and we're not, you know, we have a limited time on the planet. I feel like we've all been given gifts. I think it is our, our responsibility and our calling to use our gifts to our highest potential to stretch ourselves, to be everything we can be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course I'm, I'm motivated by, um, you know, being financially free, but, but that's, that's only a small part of it. I mean, I went from, being in a family where we live just above the poverty line to becoming a self-made millionaire. And, and that's, that's fun and that's important. And money makes a lot of life much easier. I will mm-hmm. say that for sure. Um, but it's not everything. Um, I, I think maximizing your time on the planet is everything. And that's as a mom, as a wife, as a CEO, as a leader, as a coach, um, in, in all sorts of capacities, you know? Absolutely. And that's why I actually do this podcast, because the idea is that for me, my mom didn't have that opportunity. And I know there was so much more to what she could have been and done. And so, you know, I found myself falling into that role as mom, but knowing that there was a professional side that wanted a voice and needed expression, just like you talked about purpose. I know my purpose was bigger. And so my hope is people are going to hear you and they're going to say, yes, I want to get there. But a lot of the entrepreneurs that I know, or that listen or that are out there, as you know, struggle with sales and marketing. It's not something that uh, comes naturally to them. My background's in marketing, but the sales piece is a whole other animal, right? It's like, so where did you learn the sales? I mean, you said, I learned the sales. I mean, to scale to a million and within your, you know, your first year in corporate, like that's not the norm. So where did that come from? Yeah, you know, because I think I've never seen sales as sales. You know, for me, I always look for what does this person really want and how can I be a catalyst for helping them get it? Mm -hmm. And I think when you have really strong conviction to focus your energy on the people that want and need your solution and to only channel your energy towards pursuing those people, I I don't think you'll ever sell. You know, I've been in sales my whole career and I've never felt like I'm selling a day in my career. And, And I think that's because to me, it's just a conviction to help people achieve the outcome that matters most to them. And, and that's what really I focus in on. And I really, um, you know, have as, as kind of the, the leading principle for how I do selling. I remember the first book that my first manager in fortune 500 gave me about sales was called spin selling. Mm -hmm. And I still use all of the principles of spin selling, even today when I'm selling live on camera, because it's really about asking questions and listening and, and really helping the person navigate through their own, you know, questions and, and concerns and all of that. It's really not, it's not what people think of when they think of sales from the standpoint of pushing or poking or prodding or manipulating manipulating or, you know, any of that, it's really a process of helping the person come to their own conclusion that you in fact are the best catalyst for helping them achieve what they want. And when you understand that and you kind of switch your mindset into focusing on that, it becomes really fun and really easy. I love what you just said. And I'm wondering, what do you see with the entrepreneurs you've worked with that, you know, the ones that get it and the light goes on and, you know, they're able to go forward versus the ones that don't? What is what is that? Is it a mindset thing? Is it a commitment? Is it a combination of things? Yeah. I mean, mindset always comes before mechanics. So you can always have two people with similar talent, similar education, similar opportunity and experience. And the one that has the the mindset piece of it, right, is always going to be the one that succeeds. So, you know, I do find that having, having a mindset of, you know, determination and, and most importantly, a willingness to risk failure, a willingness to um, push through self-doubt and have courage, uh, a willingness to take imperfect action is really the most important thing that will determine determine the level of success that you can achieve as an entrepreneur. And, you know, what I tell my own internal team now, I have almost a team of 20 full-time employees. Now we're just, we're, we're in the process of making five offers just this week. Um, you know, is that if you are not failing every day, you are not trying, 
And unfortunately, our society tells you exactly the opposite. Our educational system tells you exactly the opposite. I mean, people are so fearful of failing that they take no action. And when you take no action, you totally take yourself out of the game. So, so the biggest thing is understanding that in the entrepreneurial space, the only way that you can learn is through failing forward and that failure is information to redirect you and to support you in taking the next step. It's not a definitive end point. It's, it's information to allow you to understand where you need to go next. Absolutely. And, you know, I think a lot of women struggle with wanting to offer a lot. So I'm curious with your path, you left corporate, you knew you wanted to help entrepreneurs and small businesses. You're like, there's a niche here that I know that I can really help and support. And how did you start and how did that evolve in terms of what you do? Because I think it's helpful for the women to hear that, you know, the path is not a straight line. It will take winds and turns, right? And you have to listen to the market to understand. You had said something, um, and I saw on your website that I loved. You said uh, you you have to sell people what they want, not what yes. they need. And I thought that yes. was genius. I was like, yes, yes. This is where I think a lot of people get stuck. So take us a little bit further on your how your path has evolved into where you're at today. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that that's a huge breakdown. So I would love to come back to that in just a moment. But yeah, it, it, it's, it's always a squiggly line. It's never a straight line. Uh, I, when I started my business, I really thought I was going to do more like speaking and training and, and all of that. And as I got into it and I, I learned that I could be uh, coaching people from my home. Um, and getting paid just like massive sums of money for sharing my expertise, I was blown away because I came from the school of hard knocks. I mean, I was going and sitting and, and making 40, 50, 100 outbound cold calls a day. I was going to 20 to 30 businesses a day. I mean, what I was doing in corporate was not easy. It was not easy by any stretch of the means. So when I realized that that expertise could be shared, you know, over the phone with people from around the world and I could be making a living doing it, I was completely blown away. Um, but I started off doing one-to-one coaching. Then I got into courses. Then I got into group programs. Then I got into adding on masterminds and you know, and then finally speaking really came towards the end for me. And today, um, I obviously run the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program, which is uh, just a massive, I think we have close to 500 members now, um, you know, that is a business incubator. It's an online 12 month incubator where we teach people the live launch method. We, you know, help people scale to six and seven figures, you know, in the online space. And I run a mastermind. I do not do any private coaching anymore, just from a time standpoint with, you know, leading my own company. I actually have two companies, the coaching company and then give her courage. So, um, it's changed massively. Um, but what I will say is as I simplified the business from the standpoint of my offerings, that's when I was really able to scale. And I want to share that with everybody because I think people think the opposite. They're like, let me offer everything to everyone. Let me be everything to everyone. And, you know, I got to do this and I have to do that, you know, and people think they have to do so, so much. And for me, our multi-million dollar leaps came from when in, in one year I got rid of, I think six programs of mine and I spent an entire year completely dedicated to the unstoppable entrepreneur program. It's the only thing I launched to the market outbound. And that was a, a multi-million dollar leap for us. And so I think just the idea of simplifying your focus and, and really developing mastery of launching and, and growing something very specific that you're going to really commit to and make the best in the world at what you do is, is really, really important. I know I, that I answered maybe a little more than you were asking or a little different than you were asking, but I'll just pause. There. Perfect. No, that was perfect, actually. And I'm, I'd am i love to get into the live launch method. I'm going to ask you one question because this is another point I think where w women struggle and what you talked about is so important too, about just niching down and really getting, you don't have to be everything to everyone. Get really, like figure out where your zone of genius is and like really focus in on there and, and narrow that. But in terms of purpose, I think purpose is so deeply important to everyone. And so how you know, your, your company and your path evolved so that you really 
are you are so on purpose every day and you have been but how does somebody find their way into that if they you know oh, I'm good at this and I'm good at this and people say they want this like how do they kind of fall into or get aligned with that like is there external feedback or what were the the signposts that you were looking at to help direct that? Yeah. Well, you know, I think all of us have, you know, some type of really deep kind of burning fire within us for something that is, is like a, it's a calling, you know, I believe we all have a calling and it's not something, I think a lot of times that I, I see people trying to make the quote unquote right decision about what to do that they think is going to have an advantage or, or is going to, you know, do this or do that. But, it, you know, I always bring it back to like, you really have to commit to your calling and you have to do the work that's in alignment with your highest purpose because anything else you're going to end up abandoning. And, and it really is the truth. Anything else that you're doing for superficial reasons, you will end up abandoning. And I, I think that's really important for people to hear and understand. And, you know, of course you have to sell something in the market that they're going to buy. Right. But, mm-hmm. but you have to also do something that's alignment with your highest purpose. You know, for me, uh, there's a couple of things, you know, I was, uh, on the receiving end of a lot of charity growing up. And one of my big goals in life was to not only cross over to the other side of that, which I'm I'm very, very committed and proud of the philanthropic work that we do as an organization. We just built our first well with charity water. We're raising money to, to fund our second one right now. Um, you know, but I wanted to cross over the other side and I knew I had to have the drive and conviction and commitment to be able to build a business big enough that I could support the charitable work that I wanted to do in the world. You can't help people if you can't help yourself. Right. Mm. So, so that was a big thing for me. The other thing is, is I grew up with financial struggle, burden, stress, pain. I never wanted to experience that again. So my first step was relieving that for myself. And my second step was to do everything in my power to relieve that for other people. And my channel in which I do that is the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program. Mm. This business is how I help people to achieve financial freedom. It's how I relieve that pain that I suffered through and help other people to alleviate that for their families as well. So for me, when I'm running my company every day, there is such a deep, deep, deep connection and calling and purpose beyond revenue or beyond goals or beyond the the facade of, you know, am I a successful entrepreneur? There's a very, very deep, you know, kind of human element of what we're doing. And I think because of that, I also attract very mission driven, highly committed people. And I'm very, you know, lucky and blessed that the people that I have on my team are unbelievably committed to our mission, you know, in the same way that I am. And and we're kind of lock and step, you know, working on on achieving this together. Yeah, you're awesome. And just hearing you talk, actually, it's no wonder to me that you are so successful because you are passionate and heartfelt and committed to helping others. And so let's get into that. So you've got the live launch method. Can you take us into what that's about? Yeah, absolutely. Well, as I was coming up through my business and we were growing and growing, um, we, we were for many years, very much struggling to launch effectively. So the way that I basically got my business to the first million dollar mark was pretty much through us driving one-to-one consultations. Uh, we struggled. We tried webinars. We tried the PLF method. We tried the sideways sales letter. We tried everything. Okay. And, and it was yeah. the most draining, terrible experience of my life, to be honest. Um, it's painful. <laughs> painful and embarrassing. Um, because as a business coach, the last thing that you want to do is have a public failed launch. And I had many. Okay. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, we worked so hard and we delivered so well for the people that we made promises to, but we just couldn't find a way to do this in a volume capacity that was going to allow us to reach our potential as a company. And, You know, I always kind of felt it intuitively, but I never knew how to articulate it, which I only discovered later. And that was that all of these methods put all of these barriers of technology, PowerPoint slides, pre-recorded videos, edited contents, email, all of these layers of barriers between me and Mm -hmm. the people I was trying to help. 
And so my, my focus was no longer on human connection, which is my superpower. It's your superpower. It's all of our superpowers is human connection. It's, it's people feeling what's in your heart and connecting to you. And, and that could no longer happen with these methodologies. And, and I never figured out how to make it happen. So I remember one day, I guess two and a half years, maybe three years ago now. I don't know how long ago it was actually. Um, you know, I got on a t- call with my team and I said, we're throwing it all away. I can't do it anymore. I'm done. Wow. I'm like, we're getting rid of all the tech. We're not doing these ridiculous launches anymore. I'm not pre-recording <laughs> one more video. I'm done with the PowerPoint slides. Like it, it's ridiculous and it's not mm-hmm. working. And so I said, you know, when I started my business, there was no such thing as live streaming. There was no such thing as live streaming. Um, there wasn't all the platforms and accessibility that we have today. And that's why I say to people, you know, if you're an entrepreneur that is starting and growing your business at the beginning stages, now you have no idea how lucky you are. No idea how lucky you are. Um, but, you know, so I said, we're going to get rid of all this. And I said, I'm going to sell on camera. I'm going to go directly to the audience and I'm going to connect wow. with them. And and that's it. And that is it. And so we took all of the principles that we knew did work from all of these different methodologies and all of the principles that we knew did work from the consultations that we used to build this great business with and kind of put them together, you know, using some, some of this and some of that and what, what worked and getting rid of what didn't. And we put together the live launch method. And that's just basically you getting on camera. It's building rapport, connection, reciprocity through content that converts, leading people through a progression of videos where you're on camera live with your audience, interacting with them and answering their questions, supporting them, engaging them, creating that, that spark of, of connection, and then eventually transitioning from the content into an invitation and moving into, you know, a a series of videos where you're inviting them to say yes to themselves and to move into your program. And, and I mean, there's all sorts of nuances and we can talk about them about like how it works and why, but, but the most important thing is that it is just a massive simplification of everything that everyone's been taught about how to launch that allows you to focus on being present with the people that you're there to serve and to really have the opportunity to have the freedom to use your intuition and your brain to meet them where they are and to really truly serve them instead of having these layers and barriers between you and them that isn't the best experience for them and doesn't get the best result for you. Absolutely. It's more high touch and then that personalization. I love the words human connection too, because you're right, that is missing from so many of these so-called formulas that are outdated. They're, they just don't match where we're at and people want that. So how how does it work? So right now we deliver it on Facebook in a um, Facebook group. Um, and you know, that just so happens to be what is delivering right now. Um, as we all know, social media changes so quickly, platforms change so quickly. Um, so I, I have no idea six months or a year from now where we will be delivering live launch. I do know that these principles can be carried anywhere. Um, so, you know, right now, you know, obviously the, um, Facebook group is really powerful because of the community and, you know, because it's contained and all of that. Um, but you know, that, that can be translated as, as things progress and change and evolve. Totally. So you're primarily on Facebook and I liked something that I heard you say too, you're a very private person. I am very much a private person, but you're on social, you're on Instagram, but you're not sharing your whole life. You're sharing what's, tell us actually, how do you approach it? How do you approach the way that you do like Instagram and stuff? How do you share? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we, I, um, really focus on sharing through delivering value, mm-hmm. um, inspiring, um, trying to connect on a human level, um, as it relates to like the experience that I have had as a business owner and my learnings, um, things that, that happen, you know, inside of my company and, and things that we work through as a team. And yeah, I, I am a private person and, you know, it's really funny because, uh, I have a very nice lifestyle. I get to travel all throughout the year with my husband and my daughter. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of time together as a family. My husband, I retire my husband so he can be home full time oh, so that we have freedom as a family. Awesome. And 
people will always say to me, oh my gosh, you work so hard. Do you ever get a break? And I'm like, I take seven vacations a year with my family. I'm off on Fridays in the summer. You know, we have all these wonderful experiences. The difference between me and everyone else is that people in the online world plan a vacation so that they can do stories and selfies Mm -hmm. to show that they took a vacation. Mm-hmm. I take a vacation to go on vacation with my family and I don't feel the need to spend my entire vacation working because I've actually built a business of substance and a team that can continue to run my company, you know, without me. And so, you know, for everybody listening, you know, you don't have to be out there taking selfies and, you know, uh, taking pictures in front of, you know, fake rented cars and all this silliness that goes on online in order to be an online influencer. I'm very much an online influencer and, and run a very powerful multimillion dollar company. And I don't, I don't engage in, in any of that. And it's, it's not to say that you won't need to engage in a meaningful way on social media, I think I do engage in a very meaningful way on social media. I just choose to keep my private life private. I love that. I love that so much. And I think that's such a good message because I think people have gotten lost in to even how to connect. And you again, to go back to that idea of human connection. So what are some of the steps that you can share with us that are included in the live launch method that would be worth talking to the women listening about today? Yeah, definitely. Well, one of our biggest principles of the live launch is the way that we teach it is that we want you to deliver more value in your free live launch that you're going to use to build your brand than they got in the last three things that they paid for. Mm-hmm. So the the way that the methodology is set up is that it's really centered around adding value, serving and making a difference for people, whether or not they buy from you. And this is one of the reasons why online marketers get such a bad rap is that, you know, they have all of these, you know, quote unquote webinars and video sequences and all of this that promise that they're going to make such a difference for people. And, and it ends up that that's not really the case. Right. Um, yep. And this is the exact opposite of that. And and what I say to people is your live launch is as much a brand building tool to create reciprocity and a relationship with you in the market as it is a a tool for selling. Mm -hmm. And if you focus on serving and adding value beyond the sales that you make in that launch or in that moment, right, there's going to be um, you know, an expounding effect, a snowball effect of the impact that that is going to make. Does that make sense? Yeah. spans so far beyond. And so for people that maybe feel like they're not natural at selling, that's why this is such a good methodology for you because you don't have to show up focused on selling. You can show up focused on serving and that in and of itself is going to be driving uh, the selling piece of things. So we focus on adding more value for them than they got in the last three things that they paid for. That's an overriding principle of, of the methodology. And we focus on the win. And the win is creating wonder and awe, an instant breakthrough, and then offering a no-brainer solution for them. So you take them through gaining an understanding of what they've done that hasn't worked and why it hasn't worked, what to do differently. You help them take a new action that they haven't taken before that's going to get them a result in the moment to show them there's a light at the end of the tunnel. There is a way to make this work for you. And then you offer a no-brainer offer that directly addresses their needs that is an obvious next step to add on to the momentum and progress that they've already made during the time that they're going through your free content. And so it's just this very natural, progressive way of bringing people, you know, from not even knowing you Mm -hmm. to having this like really close connection to you and your brand to saying yes to wanting to work with you on an ongoing basis because you've, you've shown them before they ever worked with you what a transformation it's going to be before they've ever invested a single dollar in in you or your business. So you help women get to six or seven figures. Is it through this or is it through the unstoppable or a combination or is it sort of, is there overlap? 
Oh, there's absolutely overlap. The live launch is one of the first things that we teach in the Unstoppable program. And, you know, the vast majority of people that come in, if they do a live launch within 30 to 45 days of joining, um, you know, we have many, many people that within their first 30 days have done six and multiple six figure launches using the methodology um, their first time out. And we teach people to do six to eight cycles of their launch in their first year with us in the Unstoppable program so that they can develop mastery. Because that's one of the other big problems in the entrepreneurial space is that everybody tries everything once. It's true. And you can never get good at anything that you do not practice and develop leverage and mastery of. And so, you know, the phrase that I talk about all the time is you have to train for your business like an athlete trains for their sport. Mm -hmm. And very few people are willing to do that. And that's why very few businesses actually succeed online. That is so key. That is so key what you just said. And I think that's true because I think a lot of people also think, well, I've been at this for six months and nothing's happened. And either they give up or they just maybe like start reinventing everything they're doing. They just get lost or a year. There's like this sense of wanting instant gratification that's just not realistic. So how long is the live launch method? Like if somebody wants to join this, how do they do, how do they join your program? Yeah, definitely. So if you want to go through the live launch, it's a free workshop. I typically teach it for free every like six to eight weeks in my private Facebook group, which is the tribe of unstoppables. And when you go through it, you'll be with us for like seven to 10 days. And we'll be kind of doing a session each day, focusing on teaching you a piece of how our process and system works. And then of course, many people that go through the live launch end up wanting to continue forward because they want to work with us directly on their launch. Um, and, and the Unstoppable Entrepreneur Program is, is a comprehensive uh, business education incubator. It's not just about live launch. Live launch is one very small piece of it. Um, but we start everybody with the live launch because it can give them that you know, big six figure leap right up front, which gives them the the time and the confidence to then really build out like the foundations of their business. But yeah, it's typically over a seven to 10 day period. And even, you know, people always ask me like, can you do a live launch if you're just getting started? You know, the thing about the methodology is that when we're doing a live launch, for example, like we'll run ads and many people coming to live launch, they knew nothing mm-hmm. about me. They knew nothing about our business. They knew nothing about our brand. But by the time they get done those 10 days with us, they're joining the Unstoppable program because of the experience and the magic and the results and the, you know, the the outcomes that they've already achieved for free, which gives them that confidence to go forward with the paid program. So whether you're running an existing business and you just want a way to have a better megaphone to the world to be able to, you know, close in multiples, like maybe you're like me, where we were struggling, we were closing all one-to-one mm. with consultations. So maybe you're like me and you just need a, a way to start closing clients in the dozens instead of one-to-one. And and you want to use this as a way to add on to your existing business. Or if you're just getting started, it's a, it's a great way to get started. My God, I wish I had it when I got started. <laughs> Um, instead of struggling one-to-one with consultations for five or six years, you know, you can come out of the gate swinging and, you know, get a group program off the ground right away. That's amazing. And so for those women out there who think, okay, I do need to reframe how I'm thinking about sales. I imagine that's part of this too, right? It just, yeah. I thought, yeah, it had to be huge, huge part of that. And I mean, that's, that's such a big part of unstoppable, you know, as well, because, you know, everything comes down to our mindset, everything. So, you know, I can give everybody the strategy and the mechanics of how to launch effectively, but I also have to work on their mindset and their thinking and their perception of selling and their perception of themselves and the perception of the difference that they can make and the value that they're adding, because all of those things impact the outcome just as much as the mechanics of what you do in a live launch, right? For sure. And so what if there was somebody who's been at it for a year or two, has a great program, but it's making no traction, like this is a perfect program for them? Absolutely. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. And I mean, I think one of the things that's really different about like our, our organization is we're super like high touch in everything that we do from the live launch, which is free all the way through our, you know, program, the unstoppable entrepreneur. I mean, when you come into the tribe of unstoppables and you participate in the live launch, you're assigned a concierge on my team that literally stays in touch with you throughout the entire 10 days, answers your questions, gives you feedback, kind of pulls you back on track. If they see what you're selling is something someone's not going to buy, they're going to be like, Hey, you know, like, like, where's this coming from? Like, how, like, how have you vetted this? You know? So they give feedback, they give support and direction. Um, and that continues forward. Once people become clients of ours, every person that joins our program has a private accountability coach that they have private sessions with each month. And, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a very different type of experience is, is what I hear from the people that we That's serve. Awesome. And do you work with both product and service-based businesses? No, okay. we service specifically on service. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. I just wanted to clarify for anyone who's listening. And before I get into some rapid fire questions, I'm curious, is there anything I didn't ask you though, that you'd like to leave the women listening with today? I would just say, generally speaking, that when I created the live launch, I was exhausted. I was uh, devastated. I was embarrassed. I was frustrated. I had invested so much time and energy and so many different methods. Um, And there may be people that feel like that today that are listening to the show. And I just want you to know like how quickly things can change when you get a better megaphone. All I needed was a better megaphone to the world. I needed to remove all the barriers between me and my prospective clients. And when I did that, and I did that with a strategy, it wasn't just that I was like throwing my hands up and I was like, I'm just going to try this instead. I did it strategically with a plan um, that I share, you know, obviously with the live launch method, but it can change really quickly. And I think that's the thing I want people to understand is that when you get the right megaphone, things can change drastically they can change quickly. And, and all that work that you have been doing, it's not for naught. It will catch up with you when you find the right way to be seen and be heard out there in your market. I'm so glad you shared that because actually my last question was sort of alluding to just what you said. It's right. Getting that right megaphone and, and that's it. Yeah. And the piece and all that hard work and all those failures actually have brought you to this place to then launch. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, you know, just one quick thing on that, um, you know, the, the hard work that you do, that seems like it's not producing any results, as long as you don't quit and you find the right path forward, ultimately all that hard work will translate into your success. It's just sometimes it comes about in a little bit of a different way and in a little bit of a different form than you think. And so I always say, like, it's not for naught, you know, but you have to keep searching, you have to keep working, you have to keep putting yourself in a place to learn and grow and develop the skills and the methodology that are needed to get to where you want to be. So good. And did you ever hire a coach yourself along the way or... Oh, absolutely. I have three coaches right now. I I always... (laughs) I, I will never... I mean, how could I coach people and not invest in coaching? Well, I always say that as a coach, you need a coach, but I'm just curious because when you had pivoted and like figured it out. So please talk about this a little bit, because I think a lot of people don't realize just how critical this is, but also finding the right one, which can be tricky. I have to say I've had hit or miss myself. Yes. Yes. I've had a couple of times where I've struggled to find the right coach for sure. Um, But it is important to be in a, in a program, in a mastermind, working in a, with a coach, Um, you know, you need someone on the outside. And, and here's the thing that you have to recognize in, in major corporations and in, in virtually all working situations, you have a boss or a manager. And even a CEO of a company has an advisory board, okay? In in almost every circumstance, there is someone outside of you that's looking at what you're doing, giving you feedback, direction, and holding you accountable. Mm -hmm. And, And that is necessary because when you're in it, sometimes you can't see it. And as the CEO of your company, you don't have an advisory board like the CEO of a major corporation does, which means you need people outside of your business that can see what you don't see. Mm -hmm. 
And so, you know, it is essential that you keep learning, you keep growing, you keep surrounding yourself with people that are where you want to be that can help you get to where you want to go. And that's just kind of, to me, it's very common sense, right? Um, But very, very important that you have that, that outside help. Thank you for sharing that, because I do believe that people need to make that investment in themselves, but it's helpful to have that reinforced. So, um, Kelly, how do you define success? I think success is when your kind of inside matches your outside, if that if that makes sense. It's Love like your, your life is in alignment with like your soul and, and the inside and outside are mirroring one another. Love, love that. Um, now. Originally, so Margie Faldoon, who had been on the show, came on. She talked about her self-care strategies. I don't know if you know that. So Jess came on and talked about her entrepreneurial journey. But Margie's like, Kelly's got it locked down. So you have to share today your, what do you do for self-care? Because you're talking about seven weeks vacation, running this huge company, 20 employees, hiring five more people this week. Like, what's, what, how does, how do you fit yourself in there, Kelly? Yeah, definitely. Well, I have to schedule it. <laughs> number yeah. one, okay. uh, I bring in a masseuse every week to my home. Uh, I schedule facials regularly. I, you know, we have workout equipment in our house, so I throw myself on the treadmill, even if it's at eight thirty mm-hmm. at night, and and I'm exhausted. I'm like, if I'm too tired to work out, it means I need to work out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just tons of water. Tons and tons and tons of water. Um, just, you know, food is fuel, right? So looking for opportunities to put fuel in your body to, to increase your energy. Uh, eight hours of sleep, you know. And it's more than anything, I think the big thing that I've learned is, you know, your self-care as a CEO, like it, it, it's your number one business growth strategy. Mm-hmm. Like how you take care of yourself is absolutely going to determine your ability to grow because energetically you are the fuel and you are the engine for your company. And so if that breaks down and if you don't care for that and you don't get that thing, you know, oil changes, you're going to be in big, big trouble. So, you know, I think that a lot of women especially have a lot of guilt around self-care, taking time for themselves, investing in themselves, whatever the case, but it's like you break down, it breaks down. And so, you know, it's just thinking about it from a strategic perspective, which I don't hear people talk about very often. Like it's really thinking about self-care from a strategic perspective versus um, almost like a luxury Mm -hmm. in the category of strategy and and really understand how essential it is in order to accomplish your goals and and sustain uh, your well-being doing it. Love it. And do you have a morning or evening routine that fosters your success? Like how do you structure your time in the morning and night? No, I used to. I think like with Madison now and and her ready for school in the morning and and just, you know, the the craziness of that, it's very different. My life is so, so different now as a mom and, you know, running the two companies. But I mean, I would say just in general, um, I'm extraordinarily disciplined with my time. And when I commit to something, it goes on the calendar and it is executed. And so I don't work off of like a to-do list. I don't, you know, I don't do any of that is literally it's, it's in the calendar and what's in the calendar gets done. So I think just having an extreme amount of discipline around what matters most and making sure that the things that do matter are on the calendar has been like a huge catalyst for me. Kelly, do you map out like 90 days? Do you, how do you actually structure it? I've been asking more guests this because I think it is helpful to hear, you know, do you use analog? Do you use your, you know, app? How, how do you actually structure the big picture goals with the, the, you know, the specific yeah. tasks? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I, every quarter I completely redo my calendar and the structure for how my time is being used based on the developments within the company Mm -hmm. and where we are as a team and company. And then essentially what I do is I kind of create a list of the most important strategic blocks that need to go into my calendar and I kind of map them out first and plug them all in. Um, and then everything else is secondary to that. So it's like, who are the people that I need to meet with every week? What are the the phone calls that I have to have every week that are strategically important to drive us forward? 
going through all of that first, blocking it in, um, and, and then circling back to the other things. There's certain things that are mapped out for the entire year. You know, I do a content day each month that's mapped out for the entire year, eight launches for the year, mapped out for the entire year, team meetings mapped out for the entire year. So certain things, you know, you, you aren't going to change no matter what. And that's the kind of stuff that you can really, you know, get, get down on paper in advance. Love, love that. It's helpful to hear. And what advice do you think your 80-year-old self, your future self would come and give you about living a good life? What would she tell you, Kelly? Allow yourself to enjoy the freedom that you've created for yourself. Oh, that's beautiful. And what advice would you give the women listening? Three best tips to living a good life. Don't be a people pleaser. (laughs) (laughs) That's huge. Um, Yes. You know, I I think just loving yourself enough to allow yourself to be imperfect and take the action that you need to take to get to where you want to go. You know, I think just allowing yourself to learn through the process of doing and not holding yourself to an impossible standard that you're never going to be able to achieve. And therefore, you stop taking action, you know, on on the things that really matter most to you. Um, And and I think just finally, like you, you got this, you know, like you do it your way. Do you don't compare yourself to others, you know, just, just get out there and live your purpose and be your best version of you. And that, that's all that really matters. This has been a great conversation. I can't thank you enough. I love your heart and your soul and your passion. I can imagine you were amazing as an NFL cheerleader, (laughs) all your energy. Cause you're, but you know, it's like, you're like the perfect combination cheerleader where like you, you feel like, okay, I can do it. Kelly, just like, you know, I can see why people, the women, is it, do you have men and women in your group? I should, my audience, mm -hmm. you do. Yeah. That's helpful. Okay. And so where can I uh, direct people to learn more about you, your, your book, your podcast, your, your programs? Sure. For sure. So I would say 100% if you're a service-based business owner, get yourself in the next live launch workshop. We have one coming up in just a couple weeks here. So you can head on over to Facebook and join the tribe of unstoppables Facebook groups. That's tribe of unstoppables. We'd love to have you in, let them know you heard me on the show. And, uh, in terms of, you know, kind of following along. My podcast is called Unstoppable Success Radio. Every show is 20 minutes or less. Every Monday release, you know, tips, strategy, mindset, tools, you know, to help you grow faster and achieve your goals. So check it out. So great. And did you want to mention anything about Give Her Courage? I love that you're giving back. Yeah, definitely. Give Her Courage is my second company. I run it with a partner of mine and, you know, our focus is really empowering girls to achieve their potential. So you can kind of check out the work we're doing at GiveHerCourage.com. Awesome. I'll link all of that in the show notes. Such a pleasure today. Thank you so much for your time, Kelly. Thank you. This was wonderful. Thanks for having me. So I love today's conversation and I hope you did as well. I found that what Kelly shared was soulful, insightful, and on point and actionable, which is always key because your time is so valuable and important to me. Also, for the show notes, don't forget, you can access those over at thegoodlifecoach.com forward slash 067. Everything referenced on the show will be over there. And I do invite you to download the new freebie, which is Discover Your Purpose, which is a series of questions intended to awaken and remind you of who you are and what's important to you. I believe that we're all here for a reason. And my hope is that through the show, showing you what's possible, giving you resources, bringing on experts with specific tips to help elevate an area of your life, that you will be able to be on the journey in a way that feels in resonance with your soul and makes you happy. So thank you as always for tuning in. And I look forward to reconnecting with you next Wednesday. Bye for now.